Investor Schooling Live, coming to you from Investor Schooling Headquarters in Langhorne, PA. I'm Phil Falcone, here with Larry Steinhaus. We are the founders of Investor Schooling. We teach people about real estate investing and stock option investing. Call us with your questions now or at any time during the show at 855-939-1137. That's 855-939-1137. That's right. We are a live program, so you can call us anytime during the show, and we would love to stop and, and talk to people. We'd rather talk to people than just go on with our script. So... Investor Schooling is located in Langhorne, Pennsylvania, serving the Philadelphia area in a real brick-and-mortar building. That's correct. We are local guys, accessible to our students a minimum of two nights per week. We are not somebody who flies into a hotel lobby and uh, does a weekend presentation and takes off in a jet. That's not us. We're local guys. We're here for you to help you in this business. You definitely want to learn this business from people who live it every day. So, Larry, what's happening, man? What's going on, guys? I'm so excited to be here today. It's awesome to be here. It's awesome to have a, a live show once again. We were, as you guys know, last week we put something together real quick, but now we have the studio a little bit nicer, actually. If you guys are on Facebook, you can take a look and see our studio. Everybody say hi. Wave to the camera over there. We have a guest. We're going to tell you who he is in a minute. We have a guest. That's who was waving in a second ago. So we're pretty excited that we can now do this. We can now do this from here. And it's pretty awesome. And investor schooling, it's just, it's just so much fun. What do you think, Phil? Is, is it a lot of fun or what? Yeah, it's awesome to be surrounded by people who are here to help each other. You know, not all, Larry and I do, you know, a large percentage of the teaching here and the mentoring here. But when you're in a room twice a week with 30 other people who are all trying to do the same thing that we're trying to do, which is get wealthy, investing in real estate and getting wealthy, investing in stock options. It's like, we call it a school, but I think of it more like a family. You know, it's actually well said. That's exactly how we treat our students, exactly. We treat our students like family too. It's, 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 it's I'll tell you, if you've never been to a class, and it, unfortunately we can't do the live classes right now. Actually, we can, we just, Tell people not to show up, but if you showed up, we wouldn't. We wouldn't. We wouldn't steer you away. We wouldn't well, tell you to go home. Question but, for you, Larry: If I wanted to go to a class, how do I do that? Well, you know, there's a really cool way you could do that. You can go to www.investorschooling.com, and you could go there, and you could actually be there. But you also have online classes. So for those of you who are a little concerned, uh, if you want to do some social distancing, you could do social distancing from your house by going online, and we're doing meetings online. So do you have to type in www? You don't have to. I, I, I thought we got rid of that like 15 years ago. Uh, okay, so you can go to investorschooling.com. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's terrible. He always makes fun of me. You know, actually, if you if you guys want to have a lot of fun, you actually want to go to, you actually want to go to one of our classes and watch Phil and I make fun of each other. It's actually a blast. We have, we have, we have a great time with it. So by the way, if you want to, you can call me your questions at 855-939-1137. And by the way, if you're listening to a, a repeat of this, because we do, we do repeat this show, and you call the number 855-939-1137, someone will actually pick up the phone and answer your question. It won't be live, but at least your question will be answered. So the phone number again, 855-939-1137. Call in right now because we love it. Again, we love it when people talk to us and have real live questions about either the stock market, about real estate, or anything that has to do with financial literacy. 
Well, I'm glad you you mentioned the repeat episodes. Can I elaborate on that? Okay, can I elaborate on that, or can you elaborate on that? Can I elaborate? I think you should. Okay, so we we do have the Sunday at three o'clock time frame, and we also have the Saturday at two o'clock time frame. So our show will run on Saturday as well at two o'clock, and we intend to buy more time. As soon as some of our radio stations in the Philadelphia area uh, give us a deal that we're going to be happy with. That's all. So we plan on rebroadcasting this show on we're going to film one episode a week and we're going to rebroadcast it multiple times during the week in the Philadelphia area. So we can find as many real estate investors and realtors who are out there who could use our assistance and become part of our family. So what else do we got today, Phil? What do we got? What do we got going on? What's the exciting stuff for today? Well, in the first segment, when we come back from this commercial break that we're going to go to in a few minutes, we we're going to talk about the is there a downturn coming? Is there an increase in foreclosures coming? And what can you do as an investor and as a realtor to take advantage of these circumstances, make money, and also help the individuals who may or may not be losing their homes? There's a way you can do it where you can get paid and you could be helping these people. They need your advice. They need the information that you possess. And if you go out and share with them the best strategies, there are many benefits for both parties involved. So that's something that I'm very passionate about. We also have a guest with us today who we're going to introduce in the next segment. And then at the end of the show, our last segment, we love to talk about stock options. The stock option picks of the week. What we like, what we don't like, what we suggest you could potentially invest in in the stock option market to take advantage of the roller coaster ride that we've been going through lately. And uh, we also have some questions. Some of our students are a little shy and they don't like to uh, call up and talk to us on the phone. Some of them just like to email us questions. So if you're shy, you can email us at info at investorschooling.com. This week, someone asked, how many potential clients should an investor call in a day? I, I call a lot of people, so I'll share with you what I do. And maybe if we can twist it out of Larry, he'll tell us how many people he calls. All right, so we're going to go to a two-minute break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about, the, is there a downturn coming? Is there an increase in foreclosures? And what can you do about it? See you in two minutes. Hi, I'm Phil Falcone from Investorschooling.com. I'm inviting you to a complimentary class in Langhorne this Thursday night at 7 p.m. I will teach you how to buy ugly houses and make them beautiful. As a bonus, we will also teach you stock option investing. So get your butt to this meeting, 7 p.m. this Thursday night, Langhorne, 215-876-3002, Investorschooling.com. Hey, everybody, it's Larry Sinus from InvestorSchooling.com. You heard my partner, Phil Falcone, tell you why you should be there this Thursday night to learn about real estate investing and learn about stock options trading. We're telling you right now, you will make more money than you've ever made in your entire life if you learn these two skills. Be there this Thursday night at 7 o'clock in our Langhorn headquarters. Go to InvestorSchooling.com. Pull over right now. Take out your phone and go to InvestorSchooling.com. RSVP right now. InvestorSchooling.com. See you Thursday.
I'm Phil Falcone from Executech Suites. I got a question for you. What do you get for $4.95 a month at Executech Suites? You get an office big enough for one person. You get the furniture in that office. You get the telephone on the desk. You get the telephone number. You get the fax number. You get the internet. You get two full-time receptionists to answer the phone in the name of your company and patch the calls to you, whether you're in the office, in your car, or at home sleeping on a couch. You get the conference rooms. You get the mailboxes. You get the printer, the copier, the scanner. You get the janitorial service, the utilities, and free coffee. I know it's hard to believe that you could get all those things for $495 a month, but it's true. 67 Buck Road in Huntington Valley. Executech Suites. Give us a call 215-942-7701 Hey everybody, it's Larry Sinus from InvestorSchooling.com And I'm Phil Falcone from InvestorSchooling.com Hey, what are we going to teach him this Thursday night, Phil? We're going to teach you how to invest in real estate so you can build a basis to get rich. And I promise I'm going to teach you stock options. So go to InvestorSchooling.com and RSVP right now. Right, Phil? We've been in this business for 30 years. We have amazing amounts of information to share with you. Get your butt to this meeting this Thursday night in Langhorn. InvestorSchooling.com Welcome back to Investor Schooling Live. Hey, we're out here in our Lansdale office. I'm sorry, Lansdale. Did I actually say Lansdale? Langhorne. Yeah. Wow, that's rough. We're in our Langhorne office. It, 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 it gets tough when you're uh, when you're multitasking here. So, yeah, we're in our, our Langhorne office right now, and we're actually doing our show from our basement. Um, we all know the coronavirus. What a nightmare. The coronavirus is keeping us from going into the studio, so we created our own studio, and we're out, out here doing it now. So we also, if you'd like, you can make a phone call if you want to talk to us, 855-939-1130. You can call 855-939-1137, and you can call in, you can talk to us. And we have a special guest. Hey, Phil, you want to introduce our guest? Or are we, or are we going into questions now? Well, I thought uh, we were going to introduce our guest in the second segment. Oh, let's do that. So let's talk about our questions now. So what were the questions that we had? This is the, it's not questions, where you have a segment here. It's called, the, is a downturn coming? Will we have an increase in foreclosures? And what can we as real estate investors do about it? Make money! <laughs> okay. Now I'm paying attention. So, uh, thank you for paying attention, because you a minute ago you thought we were in Lansdale. I, I know, I'm, I'm, totally, I'm totally losing my mind here. This and is by a, the way, our phone number is 855-939-1137. Uh, so Larry, is that what I said? <clears throat> yeah, okay. you just said it very slow. I did and broken. Eight five five nine three nine eleven thirty seven. Nobody called yet. Somebody call. All right, Larry. All right. Do you think there's a downturn coming? Uh, it's going to be an interesting question, and and here's why. So yes, the obvious answer is yes, but the not obvious answer is what the government's going to do about it. And what I saw in, in, uh, at 9-11 was really the point where we actually thought there should be a serious downturn, and it actually turned out to be a positive. As a matter of fact, the market took off from 2002 all the way, all the way to, from 2002, it took off all the way from 2002 to 2008, which is, which is exactly why I think we may have the same situation. If the government floods, floods the banks with money like they've done before, it's <laughs> we may actually see an up an uptick instead of a downtick. Now the normal cycle 
is normally between you know seven eight year cycles and the seven or eight year cycles kind of run true and we were at the end of a cycle which is the same thing that happened in 2001 with 9 11 we were at the end of a cycle we should have seen a decrease in housing prices in 2001 instead we saw an increase in housing prices now if you're a smart investor and if you have if you're a smart investor and if you have uh you know equity in your units and and you have positive cash flow it's not going to matter anyway so so don't worry about that the difference is going to be uh the difference is going to be whether we can whether the banks are going to change are going to change how things work so what do you think phil i'm going to let you take over for a second well, while I, while I take over, I think you should put your phone on silent. I also have another problem that i got to fix. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do I think a downturn's coming? I don't know. It's, that's a tough thing to predict. What I definitely think is coming is an increase in foreclosures. 33% of the population has lost their job, maybe higher by the time this thing is over with. People are not going to be able to pay their loans. People are going to need some kind of relief. And I doubt very much that the banks are going to follow through and help these people as they have uh, indicated that they would. I, right, I have a Wells Fargo loan on my primary residence. And um, I basically hit the button. There was a button right on the website for Wells Fargo that said, if you want to defer your payments, you can do it. And uh, so I said, okay, I'll do it. And I quickly got an email that said, you're approved and you can defer for whatever it was, six months. Now I got a letter in the mail saying uh, that I have to pay three months on whatever it is, May. Yeah, isn't that lovely? Yeah, I don't care. It's fine with me because actually I was having reservations about it anyway. I thought to myself, wait a minute, I just got done watching episode one of Netflix show Dirty Money, which was focused on Wells Fargo. And I thought, <laughs> and then I just did a deferment of payments with them. And I thought, you know, something that might be something I regret. So I'm just going to pay them. It's no big deal. I think I got it covered anyway. So... What could happen out there, though? There are real people out there who's losing their businesses, losing their jobs. Those people are going to have some trouble. So what could you do? Well, there's a couple of things you could do. You could buy their house subject to. And if you don't know how to do a subject to investing deal, you need to get your butt to investorschooling.com. Put your name and email address in and attend a Zoom class right from your home it's super easy if you've never been on zoom before don't let that scare you all you have to do is push the a click on the zoom link fill out your name your email your phone number and click on the zoom link and voila you will be in a classroom with us and we can talk to you how about that you'd be able to speak to us we'll be able to speak to you it's really cool you got to see it we have some really cool technology that we've been using now because of the coronavirus. It's kind of fun. And it's technology that we wanted to add on anyway. So it's it's great. We have students in California. We have students in Florida. We have students all over the place who now come in and they can ask questions and we can talk to them and, and help them with with everything out there. So what do you think about – so you talked about the deferral, which I thought was interesting too. Have you seen the people talking about their um, their payment from the IRS? No. So, so here's an interesting thing. Have you, have, if anybody out there has logged on to the IRS and they wanted to find out about their payment and they said that their payment status is not, uh, is not updated or, or their payment status is not unknown, 
I discovered a little trick, and I think it's an important trick that everybody knows about this. So if you're getting that message, what you want to do is you want to go fill it in and you want to fill in the address with all capitals. This is what's going to make the difference. If you fill in your address, so if it's 123 Main Street and you type in 123 capital M, small a-i-n street, it doesn't recognize you. But if you fill it in with all capitals, capital M, capital A, capital I, capital N, capital T, uh, capital S, capital T, they will recognize you. And then they'll, you'll be able to put in your banking, your banking information. We had a lot of students who were calling us up and saying, hey, I don't understand why this doesn't work. And it's really important because it needs to work. And it's amazing that the government once again has failed us in their technology, but at least now we know the workaround. Make sure you put all capitals in. Um, for everything or just for the address? Just for the address, just for the address. So you'll put in the address, Don't it says street address, don't put in the city and state, your street address and your zip code, and now you'll be able to put in your bank information in order to get your check. So if you're waiting for a $1,200 check or a $24 check for two people, the reason they don't have you going into your bank account is because they don't have your bank account information. So that's why you want to you want to update that. All right. Well, let's get back to the topic. So what do you think about increases in foreclosures? I think the foreclosure increases are not going to be as bad as they were in 2008. That's for sure. That, really? I, I'm really convinced. Really? I'm really convinced. The Great Depression didn't even have this many people unemployed. Well, that's, that's true. But it, it, even though it's temporary... I also think that you know. You is it temporary? About, uh, we don't know that. Well, that's we're gonna we, we have our we have our guest that we're gonna talk about next. And we're gonna talk about that for sure. I've heard potential numbers that could be as high as forty two percent unemployment. Yeah. No. Well, it'll probably be twenty five to thirty percent unemployment immediately, but it's gonna go right back to below ten within two or three months. Is, is my prediction. But but let's talk about the foreclosure situation, which is the situation. So let's assume everybody goes back to work. And if everybody goes back to work, we're still going to have people who, like you said, are going to have to make three-month payments because they deferred their, their, their payment, which is ridiculous. Or they lost their jobs and they can't make the payments, period. Right. right. Well, let's talk about the, the, the people who go back and make the three months because I want to, I want to eliminate each, each, each potential problem. So the first one is, can they make those payments? They may not be able to. I also believe that the banks are going to say, hey, this is a dumb idea. Let's defer these payments until the end of the end of it. You know, so they'll send you a letter, Bill, and they'll say, you know, if you deferred your payment, they'll say, listen, you don't have to make up the payment three months from now. You could add it on to the back of your loan or we'll add it on as a as a, you know, a $10 charge or whatever it is every month. I, I believe the banks are not stupid enough to not do that. The, and the reason I say that is if they if they are stupid, they're going to they don't want houses to go into foreclosure. That's a pain in the ass for them. Well, it's clear to me that they're doing the opposite because I was initially sent an email saying that I don't have to pay it for six months. And then I received a letter saying that I have to pay all of what's owed in all three months plus yeah. the fourth month. And it has to be done. If I want to extend it, I have to make a phone call. Yeah. Exactly. So they're already backpedaling. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. I, I totally agree. By the way, if you called a little while ago and you had an issue, um, call now, 855-939-1137. We had, a, we had an issue with the connection, that's all. So it's all fixed. 855-939-1137 if you want to call in again. Um, look, the next thing that's going to happen is the bank is, is the government is going to do some kind of bailout for the people and and the banks. And that's what they did in 2002, 3, 4, 5, 6. And that's what created the great bubble of 2008. The problem that I really see isn't the great bubble now. 
So, so Phil's showing Phil's showing everybody on Facebook the mug that says "I survived Corona Apocalypse 2020," and it has a roll of toilet paper. Corona Apocalypse. Oh, right, exactly. 2020. Corona right. Apocalypse. Right, 2020. You have to say it like an Australian. It's from the Mad Max movie. Now, is that coffee mug empty? <laughs> no. Okay, because yes, it, it is. Okay, so try to show the bottom because I think that's the funniest part. Oh, there's something on the bottom. Yeah, it's just made in China. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that that to me is the funniest part. So if you guys were listening on the radio, you can't see the mug, but it's hysterical that that it says made in China. Can I write Wuhan virus on this? You can. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> we're so off track right now, Phil. I don't even know what we were talking about anymore. No, no, no. All right, so so in 2008, we like we said the last time, the the uh, there was that major major uh, depression, and we'll probably <laughs> see that was what I'm more worried about in 2028. I'm more worried about seeing that between 2005 and 2020, 2025 and 2028, like the repeat of 2008, which I didn't think would ever happen again. But I think it might happen again if the government floods the banks with money again. Of course, interest rates can't go down any lower, which is also another thing that I believe that five years ago, six years ago, I believe the interest rates should have risen so we could lower interest rates. I mean, we can only go negative. We, we're, we're there. We can only go negative more. And that's no good. It's just not going to work. So we'll have to see how it plays out. But the big advantage is what what's going to happen for us real estate investors is the perception that the real estate market is bad, so we're going to be able to buy houses cheaper for a little while. I believe this this spring, we're going to have a great run at buying houses. We're going to be able to talk to people about buying houses cheaper, and they're going to want to get out. Maybe next by next spring, I think we're going to be back to where we were this spring, and then we'll see what the government does. Well, you could make a lot of money in this uh, next coming period. Call it the rest of the year, at least. I figure that... Uh, by doing subject tos, by by uh, raising private money, by using trust, by doing short sales, there are going to be many, many opportunities for us to go out and help people and at the same time make a lot of money off of it. So when we come back, we got a special guest with us and we're going to talk to him for the whole segment. I'm not going to tell you who he is yet. I'll tell you when we come back. So we'll be back in two minutes and we're going to talk to our special guest. Hi, I'm Phil Falcone from Investorschooling.com. I'm inviting you to a complimentary class in Langhorn this Thursday night at 7 p.m. I will teach you how to buy ugly houses and make them beautiful. As a bonus, we will also teach you stock option investing. So get your butt to this meeting, 7 p.m. this Thursday night, Langhorn, 215-876-3002, Investorschooling.com. Hey everybody, it's Larry Sinus from InvestorSchooling.com. You heard my partner Phil Falcone tell you why you should be there this Thursday night to learn about real estate investing and learn about stock options trading. We're telling you right now you will make more money than you've ever made in your entire life if you learn these two skills. Be there this Thursday night at 7 o'clock in our Langhorn headquarters. Go to InvestorSchooling.com. Pull over right now. Take out your phone and go to InvestorSchooling.com. RSVP right now. InvestorSchooling.com. See you Thursday. I'm Phil Falcone from Executech Suites. I got a question for you. What do you get for $4.95 a month at Executech Suites? You get an office big enough for one person. You get the furniture in that office. You get the telephone on the desk. You get the telephone number. You get the fax number. You get the internet. You get two full-time receptionists to answer the phone in the name of your company and patch the calls to you, whether you're in the office, in your car, or at home sleeping on a couch. 
You get the conference rooms. You get the mailboxes. You get the printer, the copier, the scanner. You get the janitorial service, the utilities, and free coffee. I know it's hard to believe that you could get all those things for $495 a month, but it's true. 67 Buck Road in Huntington Valley, Executech Suites. Give us a call, 215-942-7701, 215-942-7701. Hey, everybody, it's Larry Sinus from InvestorSchooling.com. And I'm Phil Falcone from InvestorSchooling.com. Hey, what are we going to teach him this Thursday night, Phil? We're going to teach you how to invest in real estate so you can build a basis to get rich. And I promise I'm going to teach you stock options. So go to InvestorSchooling.com and RSVP right now. Right, Phil? We've been in this business for 30 years. We have amazing amounts of information to share with you. Get your butt to this meeting this Thursday night in Langhorn. InvestorSchooling.com. Welcome back to Investor Schooling Live. You're dying to know who our special guest is, aren't you? You're dying to know. It's not Donald Trump. Close enough. Right. Very close, though. <laughs> He's a Bucks County businessman. He's Trump's supporter. He's a financial advisor. He's got an MBA from LaSalle University, an amazing school. Okay. And he is challenging the incumbent, Brian Fitzpatrick. That's right. Not Mike Fitzpatrick. Brian <laughs> Fitzpatrick. Anybody ever seen that movie with Eddie Murphy? The Name You Know? Yeah. Well, if you've seen that movie, you know what I'm talking about. His name is Andy Meehan. What's up, Andy? Good to see you, Phil and Larry. Thanks for having me here on your wonderful show, the uh, service you're providing for uh, the people of the Delaware Valley, uh, educating them and keeping them on top of things that are happening is, is great. So it's good to be here. Well, yeah. I like him already. He says nice things about us. Hey, he plays a nice harmonica, too. I like that. <laughs> we can make him a regular part of the show. <laughs> so, Andy, why are you running for office? Well, that's a great question, Phil. It's uh, really quite simple. Uh, back around this time last year, I was watching what was going on in the world and all the craziness from the Democrats on the other side with their obsession with identity politics and socialism. And I saw our alleged Republican Congressman Brian Fitzpatrick uh, basically playing patty cake with Nancy Pelosi, acting and voting like uh, her favorite Republican. And uh, it didn't seem to me that anybody was standing up to do anything about it. So I said, you know what, rather than uh, complaining on Facebook and whining about it, uh, I have a lot of energy and a strong opinion, and I'm a big supporter of the president. I think he needs to be backed up in his second term and not uh, have somebody uh, as a Republican congressman. That's an obstruction to his agenda, but somebody that's going to get down there to Washington to fight uh, for uh, the Republican values that we all say we believe in. And uh, Congressman Fitzpatrick has not stood up for the president or our values. And so we need uh, private business people to step up and do these things instead of bureaucrats. And so that's why I'm running. Well, I definitely have a question for you. You know, I've, I've heard that, you know, so Brian Fitzpatrick is running, not Mike Fitzpatrick. Why? What happened to Mike? And why is he? Why do we have a fake Fitz? Well, we do have a fake Fitz. Mike uh, Fitzpatrick was a, uh, a good congressman, uh, very well liked in the district, and uh, was the kind of guy that, uh, though you didn't agree on everything that he voted on, you, you felt like he gave it to you straight. And when he looked you in the eye and he said something, that he was going to go to Washington to do it. And then uh, when Mike decided that he wasn't going to run again, uh, 
I believe that uh, they panicked and they said, well, geez, we've got another guy named Fitzpatrick that we can fly in and plop him right into the seat with no problem. And nobody will even know the difference. And so in 2016, uh, a a large portion of the electorate uh, that that voted uh, did not even realize that it was not uh, Brian Fitz, not Mike Fitzpatrick, that it was his, his, his younger brother, Brian, who was a career long FBI bureaucrat. Uh, who they flew in to put in that seat, and uh, people didn't know the difference. So that's why they voted for him in 2016. And uh, they quickly got a dose of reality when uh, he went right to Washington uh, to work as a self-described check on the Trump presidency and uh, went right to work opposing the president on all kind of things like uh, funding the wall. Uh, he fought the, the president on, uh, he wanted carbon taxes. Uh, he, he was for sanctuary policies. He supported James Comey and Bob Mueller through this whole Russia investigation, uh, FBI targeting the president illegally. And so we do have buyer's remorse with Brian Fitzpatrick because we found out that he is definitely not his brother and he is not a Republican by his votes and his actions. Is he, uh, is he trying to become the new John McCain or uh, is he just a rhino? I think it's a Mitt Romney. I think it's a Mitt Romney more hmm. than John McCain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's even worse. That's even worse. <laughs> so I, I have a question for you guys. So, so you know, I know, you know, we're not a political show, but, but, but obviously Phil and I are pretty vocal when it comes to our politics, which you obviously fit into very well. Yeah. Can you, can you tell our party affiliation? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I can tell. And, uh, you know, most people that are self-employed business people tend to you know, go towards yeah. the libertarian Agreed. or conservative, uh, you know, bent. So Agreed. that's right, right. totally expected. But but here so here's here's what my question is so we got this shutdown right now we got Governor Wolf like you know dictating us who can open who cannot open um, you and I are sitting four feet apart not six feet apart and you're four <laughs> feet apart from Phil so should we be should we get a citation I'm, I'm, I'm calling the authorities right now I think oh, you should... oh you don't have to call the authorities have you seen have you seen the snitch line yet there's a snitch line on online by the way I actually offered. I offered, uh, I don't know if I should say this on the radio, but I'm going to do it anyway. I offered somebody $100 if they put a thousand fake snitches in there. <laughs> Flood the zone with fake snitches. Yeah, fake, yeah. fake snitches, exactly. <laughs> but so, but so, so what do you think of this whole shutdown? What, what is your, I mean, look, you're a businessman too. Yeah. And, and have, you, have you been able to conduct business with the shutdown? Well, thankfully for me, uh, um, Larry, with my business, I can conduct business over the internet and over the phone. Uh, but not all, uh, everybody is so lucky to have that situation. We have millions of people that have been casted on the unemployment rolls. Uh, the services businesses have been, have targeted the lack of transparency in the the waiver process uh, through Governor Wolf uh, edict, uh, I feel was a very heavy handed. It was an overreach and the lack of transparency uh, leads us to suspicion that the government is using a crisis to advance a a different agenda. And that is to uh, grab more control over the people and to uh, manipulate things, even to the point where uh, where keeping the economy down is to their best interest, because as we know, the only straw that they've got left there to attack President Trump is, is is with the economy because all the other tr- dirty tricks that they pulled on them didn't work with the uh, Russia hoax investigation and the impeachment nonsense. So now it's trashed the economy and they're willing to take it out on the people of, of the country who are hardworking people. There is no amount of debt and money printing, uh, Phil and Larry, that this government, the federal government is going to do to solve our problems. We need to let people to safely get back to work.
work. Uh, one good example of this is realtors, right? Oh, yeah. Consenting adults can walk into an empty home uh, or a full home and say, you know what, I'm willing to take the risk of walking in here and getting this uh, crony virus here because I've got a life essential transaction, the biggest transaction of my life, the sale of my home or the purchase of a new home that needs to get done. And this edict from Governor Wolf that says, no, you can't uh, you can't conduct business on your own as two consenting adults is absolutely ridiculous and it needs to end right away. You know, I, I so, so I'm a broker. I, I own an agency. Actually, Phil and I own an agency together. It's called the Investor Brokerage, and, and I'm a real estate agent as well. And I, I tell you, I put a post out the other day in one of the sites. Uh, one of the I think it's called Excessive Quarantine. I don't even know. I think we might be transmitting into it right now. I'm not even sure uh, on Facebook. <laughs> and I said that I would go out and I would show your houses for you if you're a real estate agent because I'm not afraid of Governor Wolf. And I I expected. A serious backlash. I even expected the police to show up at my door here in this office to shut us down, and they didn't. However, I did get one complaint to the real estate commission, and the guy at the real estate commission called me up, the investigator, because did you actually post that? I go, yeah. He laughed. I laughed. And he said, have you done it? And I said, well, unfortunately, no one's taken me up on it. <laughs> he didn't ask me if I would do it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he just asked me if I did it. Yeah. So already somebody had already turned me in because of a post I put on Facebook, which I thought was interesting, too. What do you think about like restaurants and, and, and haircut salons and all these other things that that should not be shut down? Yeah, uh, I believe that uh, consenting adults can be safe and practice uh, through their ingenuity as business people ways that we can keep the, this uh, spread of this uh, virus from going around. But uh, the, the damage being done by the shutdown is worse uh, than the uh, disease itself. The cure, the cure is definitely worse than yeah. the disease, no now, doubt. The governor has announced that there's going to be this slow unrolling of, uh, of, of restrictions, you know, the code red, the code yellow, the code green. Well, uh, I declare, Larry, that uh, there is a code red out there right yeah. now, and it's not the governor's code red. It is the it is the code red for businesses, small businesses that are on life support. And, are, you know, if this thing keeps going on, um, Phil, I don't, you know, I think it can have long-lasting uh, consequences and extended unemployment because once these businesses shutter down and can't open back up again, all those jobs are gone. They're lost. So all those job gains that yeah. happened over the yeah. past several years are going to be gone. So we need to get back to work uh, right away. The people of Pennsylvania need to stand up and demand that Governor Wolf step down with his edict and uh, and that we, we be allowed to get back responsibly to, to preserve our lives, our life essential jobs and businesses. And uh, so I feel really strong about that. I also hear, uh, heard, uh, Larry, that um, there is another virus that is going around uh, Bucks County and that my opponent, Congressman Fitzpatrick, has been stricken by this virus. By uh -oh. this virus. <laughs> it's, it's called the rhinovirus. And the symptoms of the rhinovirus is that you uh, you act like uh, Nancy Pelosi's favorite Republican and you, you don't stand up for the president. But there is a vaccine that's been developed. It's called the Meehan vaccine. And you simply walk into the voters booth on June 2nd in person and uh, and cast your vote for Andy Meehan. And that is the antidote for this uh, rhinovirus. Yeah. And that is how you sneak in a political a political statement on a financial show. I loved it, actually. That was brilliant. I, I, I like I, I so approve. <laughs> because I love the way you did it. It was great. <laughs> so what do you think, Phil? You think that we should open up the entire world, or what you, what's your opinion? Yeah, I, I've had enough of this stuff. I really have. It's time to get down to business, you know. And uh, it just drives me crazy that I think it's another hoax, the whole thing. I mean, I don't... Do I believe that the disease actually exists? Yeah, sure. But it's being exasperated on purpose by the media, 
the hospitals, the whole thing. Like, the guy's got diabetes for 12 years. He's got cancer, and he's been smoking cigarettes. He's 90 years old, but they're going to list him as dying from the coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I right. don't right. buy it. I don't. Right? I know how these governments and the news media work together, and I just feel like it's another trick by the Democrats to get rid of Trump, to well, to hurt Trump in any way, shape, or form they can do it. Let's just talk about the death count. You know, for, forget about the Democrats, Republicans. The, the hospitals get a bonus. and I'm going to call it a bonus. They get a bonus if someone dies from coronavirus. They also get another bonus if someone dies from coronavirus while they're on a respirator. Why do you think Cuomo wanted all these respirators? He wanted all the respirators so he can he can he can charge for the, the the hospitals for the bonus. Pad the numbers. Yeah, it was it's 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 insane. So nobody even knows what the real death count is. I mean, the last the last I heard it was two percent. Then I heard it was five percent. You know, people who get it die. I, I, it's actually to, at the point where I think that the hospitals should be sued for putting down fake coronavirus. Oh, I thought it was coronavirus. We, we the guy coughed when he came in, so we put it down as coronavirus. I, I, we we become way we become way too political in this in this show today. But I actually I'm really strong with this because look we're a financial company. Well, I'm not a financial company. We're a financial education company, and we teach people financial literacy. And if your finances are completely screwed up because the government decided to screw up your finances, th there's only so much you can do. Look, we we've teach people and we've taught them over and over again how to bullet, how to make yourself bulletproof. I'm bulletproof. Phil's bulletproof. Look, are we going to suffer a little bit because we have rentals? Uh, Phil Phil is suffering a little bit, uh, actually a lot, because if he has vacation rentals, twenty four empty houses in Florida yeah, right now. Right. Wow, which is which is of course a problem, but at the same time, you know, right? He, he's not going to be he's not going to be living on the streets because of the, because he did this because we protected ourselves. We we use techniques that we teach like putting things in trust, putting things in LLCs. In fact, you know, it's funny. I ask my students all the time, and, and they laugh. They go, "Hey." When you, what, what, I say, how many houses do you think I own? And they start, you know, saying 100, 200, 300. And I always, the answer is always none. I own none of my properties. They're all in trusts. Then I'm like, how many, how many houses do you think my LLC owns? And the answer is also none. So my houses are all isolated from each other, and this is what we teach in investor schooling. And by the way, if you wanna if you wanna go to investorschooling.com and you wanna sign up for a class, you could learn these techniques too. But I wanna know when the next the next protest is, because the next pro the last protest was last week, Andy, right? Yeah. And were you there? Uh, I was there in Harrisburg uh, last week uh, to uh, to protest against uh, to end the shutdown, get people back to work. Uh, obviously, Governor Wolf uh, was either not listening or just flat out did not care because during uh, the protest, he went on and declared that he was going to extend the lockdown yes. to May 8th. I think he so punished the people. Very, yeah. I think he punished the protesters. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, but there is going to be another one tomorrow in Harrisburg. And uh, I'm pretty sure I'm going to make it up for that because uh, I think it's important that uh, leadership be shown. Uh, our current congressman does not have any leadership on this issue. His answer <laughs> is to print more money out of Washington. And to sit down and shut up and let uh, Rachel, Dr. Rachel Levin uh, dictate to us when we should uh, be able to open up our businesses. I'm not going to be that kind of leader. I'm going to stand up for what I believe in and tell it uh, loudly and proudly. And I'll let people challenge me on, on, on what I'm saying instead of uh, sitting in the background and, and shuffling money around and, and concentrating more power and, uh, and, and wealth into Washington, D.C. I think that's the wrong move. Well, we need you, Andy. We need you to do that. We need a leader, a strong leader. 
Trump needs your help too. So he does. He does. He's, he's, he's in deep. He's in deep down there, man. That swamp. Oh, absolutely. Woo. Yes, it is. Absolutely. So we're going to come back in two minutes after this commercial break, and we're going to give you our stock option picks of the week. If you want to make some money next week and you want to be ready at 9.30 Monday morning to know what moves to make with your money, make sure you're here in two minutes. Hi, I'm Phil Falcone from Investorschooling.com. I'm inviting you to a complimentary class in Langhorn this Thursday night at 7 p.m. I will teach you how to buy ugly houses and make them beautiful. As a bonus, we will also teach you stock option investing. So get your butt to this meeting, 7 p.m. this Thursday night, Langhorn, 215-876-3002, Investorschooling.com. Hey everybody, it's Larry Sinus from InvestorSchooling.com. You heard my partner Phil Falcone tell you why you should be there this Thursday night to learn about real estate investing and learn about stock options trading. We're telling you right now you will make more money than you've ever made in your entire life if you learn these two skills. Be there this Thursday night at 7 o'clock in our Langhorn headquarters. Go to InvestorSchooling.com. Pull over right now. Take out your phone and go to InvestorSchooling.com. RSVP right now. InvestorSchooling.com. See you Thursday. I'm Phil Falcone from Executech Suites. I got a question for you. What do you get for $4.95 a month at Executech Suites? You get an office big enough for one person. You get the furniture in that office. You get the telephone on the desk. You get the telephone number. You get the fax number. You get the internet. You get two full-time receptionists to answer the phone in the name of your company and patch the calls to you, whether you're in the office, in your car, or at home sleeping on a couch. You get the conference rooms. You get the mailboxes. You get the printer, the copier, scanner. You get the janitorial service, the utilities, and free coffee. I know it's hard to believe that you could get all those things for $495 a month, but it's true. 67 Buck Road in Huntington Valley. Executech Suites. Give us a call 215-942-7701 215-942-7701 Hey everybody, it's Larry Sinus from InvestorSchooling.com And I'm Phil Falcone from InvestorSchooling.com Hey, what are we going to teach him this Thursday night, Phil? We're going to teach you how to invest in real estate so you can build a basis to get rich And I promise I'm going to teach you stock options So go to InvestorSchooling.com and RSVP right now Right, Phil? We've been in this business for 30 years. We have amazing amounts of information to share with you. Get your butt to this meeting this Thursday night in Langhorn. Investorschooling.com. This is Larry Steinass, and we are back in Investor Schooling Live. Hey. We are here. We're having a good time. We're here with Andy Meehan, and we're having a really good time today. We're talking about politics. We're talking about the shutdown. We're talking about how to make more money. We're talking about, oh, we're talking, we, we, wow, we, in an hour, we talked about a lot of stuff. We talked about how you get your IRS deposit. If you didn't already hear that before, make sure you put your address in with all capitals. That's how you'll get it. And we're now going to talk a little bit about some great stocks, right, Phil? Give me some picks, man. All right, all right, Give me cool. the pick. Give me the pick. So, by the way, you guys, I don't know if you guys realize this, but Andy Meehan is actually a financial advisor, right, Andy? So, That's correct. So, so, you, so you might actually have some input on this. Well, actually, I'm going to ask you a question. because Because, sure. you know, I, I, do, I, go into, I go into a lot of uh, stock picks, and that's what I'll be doing now. But what do you think of oil? What do you think of what happened this week with oil and, and uh, the, negative, uh, the negative futures? Was that hysterical or what? Yeah, very unusual. Uh, the 
the the futures market, you know, uh, was uh, you know, I guess inundated would be the the word I would would come to mind of uh, with people trying to cover. Uh, yeah. You know positions that they had out there, so you actually saw uh, the price of it go negative. Now that doesn't mean that you know people are going to pay you to take uh, oil or gas off their hands. It just means that the the, uh, the financial contracts backing you know the options uh, put it upside down, and so uh, yeah, very unusual. Obviously, uh, if you're an opportunist, an opportunist, you would look at uh, buying things when they're very low like this. If you're a long-term investor, uh, it's the same with with other assets that that would be undervalued or or very low. It's the old adage: buy low, sell high, right? Yeah, we were we were looking for a hundred acres to buy a bunch of gallons of uh, barrels of oil and bury them because that that seems to be the problem. The problem is they have no place to put it. Yeah. So nobody's going anywhere. No cruise ships are taking off. No airplanes are taking off. So That's right. Oil, oil is sitting there. Nobody's going to do it. Supply and demand, you know. It, so it, there's no demand and supply just keep on pumping. So it's, it's insanity, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's like something I, I've never, never ever seen before. I mean, well, I, like, and wow. one thing it does is it puts at risk our, our shale oil oh, businesses sure. that are out there sure. because if they can't make money, they're going to stop pumping it out of the ground. And then what do they do? Do they keep workers on staff when they're not, you know, pumping? Or, yeah. you know, so it's a big, and that, that has national security implications too, Larry. Yeah. So one of the things that we were doing we were actually in, investing in an oil etf and I, I in the years that i've been investing I, i've never seen this happen but our oil etf went bankrupt wow we lost I, I mean i lost tens of thousands of dollars in this oil etf wow which i thought was a great play yeah and it was a great play until the etf said we're done and they went bankrupt yeah it went from it went some from twelve dollars to two cents and then it closed out at zero. Wow! And I had con I had lots and lots of option contracts on this, and we lost out on it. It was it's, it, it was it's, it's my biggest loss for the year. Wow! I mean, you know, I, I'm not worried about it. it you know, actually, will I'll recover. I've also recovered most of it already. But I just found that amazing that only ETF went bankrupt. Yeah. I, I I've never been in an ETF where that's happened to me before, and this is and this is what's happened. All right. So we have Fernando on. Facebook who asked me about what happened to Zoom at the end. So if you don't know what happened to Zoom, it, it's so obvious uh, because what happened was Facebook actually put out a a uh, you know a, a report that they were going to let more than fifty people go on Facebook Live at once. So now you don't need Zoom anymore, and that's why Zoom went down. By the way, Zoom was a really good play a month ago. Zoom is a terrible play now. To me, Zoom is a put play. We talked about this in the office. Uh, about a week ago, we, we on a Thursday night. We, by the way, on Thursday nights, what we do on Thursday nights, the stock option sultan comes out. And if you guys have never seen the stock option sultan, you have to see the stock option sultan. It is the most hysterical thing you will ever see. And we have a lot of fun with the stock option sultan who picks the stocks and stock options. And um, he's a crazy guy. You'll see him. If you come to our class, go to investorschooling.com and you can come. You can see it online as well. But the stock option sultan was talking about Zoom and saying how Zoom was a great play a month ago if you predicted that everyone was going to be working at home. So the move is already made. That's number one. So that's why Zoom is no longer a great play. Number two is eventually people are going to go home. So if they haven't already signed up for Zoom, and Zoom also has a monthly program. So if they, you don't have to sign up for a year. You sign up for a monthly program. Which means three months from now, a lot of these people are going to be canceling their Zoom accounts, maybe four months from now, so Zoom will be going back down to normal. So to me, it's a put play. It's not a call. Um, I, I don't know. I don't have the number in front of me, but I would definitely uh, take a look at it as a put play. And if you want to come to the class, uh, either uh, you want to come virtually on Thursday, go to investorschooling.com. If you want to, you can actually put it out as a question for the stock option sultan, and we'll examine the chart for you right live. And the other thing is Facebook. 
Facebook is a great play now. Facebook, I still don't understand how Facebook is under 200 points right now. It doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, Facebook should kill earnings, and earnings is coming up next week. It should kill earnings. Now we when, made it, a lot. when are the earnings on the 29th? 29th, yeah, yeah. So earnings, that's earn- uh, three days from now. Uh, yeah, that would be uh, yeah three days from now. So if any chance earning uh, any chance Facebook has a pullback in the next three days, and I, I, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure we're done with it. We ride it. We wrote it up to 185. We all made money on it. We had students, you know, anywhere from making a thousand, three thousand, fifteen thousand, depending on the deal, depending on what they what they played and how much they played. They all made money on. They all got out at one eighty five. It hit one ninety on Friday, and I expect it to hit one ninety five, even one ninety nine before earnings. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that that's highly likely. I'm gonna say it's likely, maybe to likely. So I don't know if it's a great play to play it right now. But if it pulls back to 185, jump in again and ride it into September earnings would be my play. Uh, I also think Facebook's going to crush it in earnings. Uh, I, that's my thing. But at the same time, stock options are different than stocks. Just because Facebook crushes it in earnings doesn't mean the stock's going to go up. Look, we just saw Netflix. Netflix was a perfect example. I actually predicted that Netflix wouldn't have that many new users because everybody's already signed on to Netflix. It turned out that Netflix had a whole bunch of new users and the stock went down. And actually, it kind of leveled off. But at the same time, I don't think it was. it's going to stay there. I think it's also going to be a, a put play as well. Here's what's going on, too. You know, first of all, earnings always, always inflates stocks it automatic as we start to rush into earnings stocks always go up it's just the way it is and that's why it's always great to play earnings with especially with stock options always great to play earnings the time value goes up the intrinsic value goes up if you don't know what that means we teach that in investor schooling but these are two important terms that you should know for stock options one is intrinsic value the other is time value so they both go up so your money you make money you make you can make money just by playing earnings every single time I also think that the only thing keeping this the Dow right now at around uh, 23,000, 23,500, wherever it was that it ended on Friday, is the fact that we're in earnings season and people are hoping for some good earnings and some good plays. Typically, after earnings, typically 40 to 45 days after earnings, we're going to hit we're going to hit a, a bottom anyway, or you know, a, a typical bottom between those three months. I think we're going to go to another little bad dip like we did about a month ago when the coronavirus hit. So we're going to have a combination of both of those playing out, which is the end of earnings season. And we're also going to have the fact that the coronavirus round two damage to the stock market is going to happen in, in, a, in about three or four weeks. Because what's going to happen is, again, we have all the earnings, we have all the earnings reports, people are going to start coming back to work. We're going to know that people's businesses are shut down. And we're also going to hear whether places like Disney World are going to reopen and when they're going to reopen. And I that's heard, what's going to I cause the next. Six months on Disney yesterday. Oh, easy. Yeah, easy. Yeah, and, and Disney's an interesting stock right now, too, Andy. I don't know if you, uh, you know, I don't know if, how much you've looked into it, but Disney's a great stock right now. It, it's sitting at right at about 100. I'm hoping for 90, and I'm going to buy some, some uh, calls on it and write it only up to 105. I don't want to be a pig on it because I know it's going to be damaged for a little while. Boeing's another one. Boeing, have you looked at Boeing at all? I haven't. Uh, as, as a financial advisor, uh, my focus uh, on my client's practice is really from a holistic standpoint. I don't pick stocks for people, okay. so you guys are you guys are going to be better than me at that. Cool. Uh, I look at more holistic things with uh, asset allocations. I use a lot of ETFs. I have uh, portfolio managers on my team that, that handle uh, nice. things like that for me. So uh, I do take a different approach. So, But the stock picking that you're getting into, Larry, I mean, this is the... the the service that you're providing for your listeners is to educate them on this. It's very important. 
Absolutely. And listen, we have about two more minutes, and I, I figure you probably you probably have a website that people should go to about your, your congressional run. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks, Larry. You can go to Meehan2020.com and see all things about my campaign there. You can also catch me on Facebook as uh, Meehan Campaign. And uh, Andrew Meehan is my personal uh, Facebook page. So when I'm not playing with the rock and roll band, the well-strung band around Bucks County and running my financial practice, I am uh, aiming to become your next Republican congressman here in Bucks County. So thank you so much. Listen, we, we, want, we want all our listeners to vote for Andy because, listen, check this out, right? If you guys vote for Andy and he gets elected, we now know him. How cool is that? What do you think, Phil? It's very cool. <laughs> so, so uh, you got you got our vote just because you were here. Well, thank no, you. Actually, you got our vote because we we actually believe in what you're saying, and I, and I appreciate what, I appreciate you, and I appreciate what, what you're saying. All right, Phil. Anything you want to say to anybody out there? Well, uh, let's. I, I have a, a, a thirty seconds to talk about a little. Make sure I clarify what you're saying. So you're suggesting you're not suggesting that you buy Facebook. Monday morning for three days, you're suggesting that you buy out to the next earnings period? Absolutely. And, and I actually would go out into September only because the, the um, you know, we don't know what will happen in, you don't know what will happen in earnings. Earnings, you know, again, they could crush it. It would be fantastic. Uh, but, but at the same time, the stock could still go down. So I like to play it out into September only so uh, only because I have, that we have some time in case something goes bad. Uh, and that's pretty much it. Okay, so I want to thank our producer, John Cole, for helping us out today. If you're interested in becoming a sponsor on this show or a guest on this show, email us at info at investorschooling.com, info at investorschooling.com. So, we'll be on the air. If you are a guest on our show, you'll be on the air Sunday at 3 p.m. and Saturday at 2 p.m. You get, you get a two-for-one radio show by being on our show. And don't forget to go to investorschooling.com and sign up for our class 7 p.m. Uh, this Thursday night on real estate investing and stock option investing. Uh, you can check us out at ourbuyerslist.com and sign up for that. And you'll see the real estate deals that we're working on all the time. We also have investor brokerage where you can do creative deals and be encouraged to be an investor, not suppressed into being strictly a realtor. That's Thursday night at 7 p.m. investorschooling.com. We're out of here.